The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And I'm joined, of course, by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. So last week, we talked about manufactured homes as a good option for affordable housing, or at least an opportunity. Yeah. Um, what topic are we going to delve into today? Sure. So today we're going to be talking about what it means to be financially stable. And I'll share some tips to kind of help get you pointed in the right direction. If as we're running through this, you go, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or... Uh- Conversely, if you know if you, it does resonate with you, you'll know you're in a good place. There you go. Let's hope we're in that situation. Yes. So let's jump in with the very basics. What is considered financial stability? Sure. So financial stability isn't about being rich, right? It isn't actually a number at all. It's really more of a mindset that you have about money. Um, so when you're financially stable, you feel confident with your financial situation. You don't have to stress about money and you can focus your energy on other parts of your life. Um, And that can look a little different for everyone, but generally financial stability really means that you're managing your money well. Um, And it's also possible for your financial stability to come and go throughout your life based on different circumstances that you find yourself in. So it's not always a given. Yeah, I imagine it isn't. I mean, I know I've gone through different phases. Oh, yeah. Well, you think, oh, I've got this down. Then, oh, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Right, right. You can only plan ahead for so many things. (laughs) So what would be some signs that would indicate someone is actually in that place of financial stability? Sure. So there's really five major kind of components to living a financially stable life. And each of those sections kind of builds upon one another um, and it it almost looks like this hierarchy of financial needs, if you can picture that kind of okay. triangle, right? So in a sense. Um, so at that very base level, financial stability um, is that your income is easily able to cover all of your basic needs. So we're talking food, clothes, water, shelter, right? Those, those basic things you need to live. And you can easily do that with the income that you have. And that doesn't that does not include any you know payments to debts or credit cards things like that. That's out. That's separate. We'll, and we'll get into that later. Sure. Right. So what that looks like for each person will depend greatly on where they live and what their income is. Right. Um, so there's, again, there's no flat. You need to make X amount to be financially stable. It's you know the income you're at and you're living within your means, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Right. Um. It. <laughs> So really, the common sign that you can look for that you've really met and attained, like, quote unquote, level one of financial stability in this hierarchy that I'm laying out. It right? makes it so, sound like a video game. I know, right? Well, sometimes people like that, you know, I'll give you a goal, right? Right. Um, so a good sign is that you don't, you never overdraw your checking account, even if you have some kind of overdraft protection in place, you don't overdraw your checking account, right? And this is an important first step because typically if you're overdrawing your account, there are fees associated with that. 
a, you know, a lot of overdraft protection programs or there's a fee involved, usually a large fee. Yes. And it's throwing $30, $40. Your money, you're throwing your money away. Yeah. I mean, you think if you overdraw your account by $5 because you, you know, went through the McDonald's drive through quick one day because uh, you were busy and you didn't really think to check your account first, well, that $5 could end up being $45 depending on where you bank. Um, which just puts you for further behind in the long run. So another kind of sign that you've mastered level one of financial stability would be that you pay all of your bills on time, if not ahead of time. And this is important because while paying your bills late also can often come with, you know, late payment fees or interruption of, you know, important services that can essentially create a crisis situation if it goes on for too long, right? Sure. So they they will eventually shut off your water if you quit paying, paying for your water. They will eventually shut off your electricity if you don't pay for that. You will starve to death if you don't buy groceries. Like these are all things that, you know, these needs that need to be met and you're doing it in a timely manner and you're on top of it. So if you're struggling with these two areas, you are not financially stable. Um, Paying bills on time every month without overdrawing your checking account would be a really good first goal to work towards. Um, if this is like putting red flags in your mind, like, yeah, oh, gosh, this, this is me. This sounds um, like financial instability, complete instability. It, it does. And a lot of people don't even realize that they're in this place because it's just like part of their their common way that they handle their money. Oh, well, I get paid tomorrow. I'm just going to go ahead and buy this thing because I need. I want it today. I've got overdraft protection, whatever. I'll pay the fee. I, I, I want it today. I don't want to wait. Like that is a, that is a common mindset that people have. And, and, but it doesn't put you in a financially stable position, right? So some ways you can really work to improve in this area are starting a budget, right? So this is where you know what your money needs actually are and you can start prioritizing them ahead of time. And then if you really are struggling to live, you know, with that first step of living within your means, I would suggest removing the overdraft protection that you have on your checking account if you find yourself relying on it on a regular basis, right? Because what this does is it forces you to live within your budget by opting out of that service because instead of allowing you to overdraw your account, it will just decline your card. Oh, sure. So there are options out there if you need kind of that boost to get you into a, some better habits force you to have a little bit of discipline yeah yeah absolutely so, level one is covered yeah. what's next what kind of other financial behaviors would signal someone is living that financially stable lifestyle sure so level two of the financial stability hierarchy as i'll call it um, is maintaining uh, a buffer zone for your money um, and there's a couple different ways that you can look at this uh, financial buffer zone for yourself so when it comes to financial stability. Um, but really, you you should have all three of these things I'm about to tell you about. But if you even have one, you're at least headed in the right direction and keep going and build on it and find ways to access these other two options. Right. So first, okay. and we've talked about this extensively, have a small emergency fund. Right. So $500, maybe $1,000 saved in a separate savings account that you do not touch except for an emergency situation. Right. And again, we covered this fully in episode 50 if you want more right. information about it. Going um, on vacation is not an emergency. Correct. <laughs> um, 
But really the importance of the emergency fund is that this is your safety net. It keeps you from having to continue to build up debt if something unexpected happens because building up debt just puts you farther behind. And plus especially the, when it's unexpected. Two other things we talked about, you know, it's one overdraft or late fee, you're talking not an insignificant amount of money. If you're living on a very tight budget, that could just completely wreck your budget for a month. Yeah, or or longer if you yeah. just cannot get bounced back from it. It's yeah, so having that that buffer is really important and that leads me really actually nicely into my next uh, kind of option to look at when you're looking at obtaining level two of this hierarchy, right? So that other financial buffer you want to have is to have a little extra money in your checking account at all times, right? And this does not have to be a lot of money. This is completely different money than your emergency fund, right? So this is simply a small amount of money, maybe $50, at most that is in your checking account at all times in case you underestimate the bills that are coming out of your account in a month, right? So maybe... Or, you know, groceries went up and you didn't, you know, account for that. Well, how many of us you know, got caught with an electric bill this summer that we didn't expect because we ran the okay. air conditioners a lot? We were just talking about <laughs> that in my house this morning. Why is it so expensive? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But so, so if you, especially if you do a lot of automated payments for your bills, having that buffer will stop you from having to rely on that overdraft protection. But it also shows that you have the discipline to leave that money alone. Don't let it burn a hole in your pocket. You have to just pretend that it's not there or it doesn't do you any good. Sure. Right. Um, so the other thing that this buffer zone can also mean that you have money left over from your paycheck after you've paid all of your bills for the month. And that includes any of your debt payments, right? So you're not so maxed out that you have nothing left at the end of your paycheck. Right. Um, essentially, what this points to when it comes to financial stability is that you can afford to buy the things you really want without using a credit card. Right. So um, you have the flexibility in your budget to splurge for special occasions like birthdays, holidays, anniversaries. You don't have to feel like you're overspending or feel guilty about spending this money because you think, oh, well, I'm going to have to pay for this this thing for my kids or I should really be spending it on this bill. No, you've, you've got the money. You can do those things without feeling guilty. And that's a really important, um, step in financial stability is to not have to feel guilty about that stuff. Um, but that doesn't mean you can start impulse buying. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You still, yeah, you still need to be conscious of your spending. Um, so kind of obtaining this level also means that you're somewhat consistent at putting money into your savings. Um, and you're doing so for some short term planning for your savings goals. Okay. So I imagine this is going to lead to level three and we're going to get to that when we come back after this really short break. Here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM, it's Good Money Moves. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves, Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And we're talking, I like this, the hierarchy of financial stability. Actually, we're just talking about financial stability. And we covered two levels of uh, demonstrating financial stability. 
Yeah. And is there a third? Yeah, of course there's more than two. <laughs> right, so we so far we've talked about paying your bills on time and then kind of building up this money buffer in your account. Um, so really the next level focuses on debt and specifically getting rid of it and using it strategically if you do need to rely on it, right? So sure. making smart decisions about when to use debt and when not to um, and what, how to get rid of it. So once you've kind of got your basic needs taken care of and you've saved some buffer money, you know, you really should be working towards becoming debt free as much as you possibly can. Right. Sometimes it's just not realistic to be able to do that, but it's a good goal to work towards regardless. Right. So, you know, we've talked before that not all debt is created equal. Some debts work for you while others are hindering you. Um, So really to attain financial stability, you can have good debts on the book right so if if you have to at all they should be good debts and that but what that means is that you are able to afford those payments and you're also actively working towards paying them off and i also imagine that they are they're contributing to your your living situation correct like taking out the debt even if i could afford the debt to go on vacation that's not a wise move Right, right. And we talked about that in a couple episodes ago. Right. I can't remember exactly what it was, but... Um, Good debt, yeah, bad debt. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but to kind of go off of what you were saying, when I say affordable payments, right, um, you still have to be mastering the other two tiers of the hierarchy for this to truly be affordable, right? Okay. If you can't pay your bills on time, but you've taken on this debt, that's not affordable to you. You've just put yourself in a worse situation, right? And so what I mean by actively paying them off is you are truly focused on paying them down, usually by paying more than the minimum payment each month. Just because you you can afford the minimum $25 a month on your credit card or whatever it is, and that's all you're paying, well, that doesn't mean you can afford that debt, and then you're also not actively paying it off. So okay. that would not signal that you're in a financially stable place. Um, but what some signs that you should look for are that you've kind of attained level three of the financial stability hierarchy are you know exactly how much you owe on all your debts, right? Whether it's a car loan, a credit card debt, and you know the interest rates that you're paying on those so that you can prioritize those effectively, right? So anything I would say above you know, a 7% interest rate, you should be really focusing on getting rid of that debt as quickly as possible. As fast as you possibly mm-hmm. can, yes. Yep, those should be your top priorities. Um, another sign would be that you don't have credit card balances, but if you do use a credit card, it's for purely for convenience or to take advantage of rewards programs, not because you're using it to support a lifestyle. In other words, you're paying off the balance every month. Correct. Correct. Yep. I mean, I know a lot of people who use it, they'll just, you know, swipe their credit card for groceries and gas because they get extra points for those things on the rewards card, but they've budgeted that much. They already know exactly how much it's going to be and they just pay it all off as soon as they, they use it. You I, know? Saw, I mean, I that is, a, that's okay way to use a credit card. I saw a statistic somewhere that indicated, I think it's less than 5% of people actually do that. Yeah, it's not. People say they do that all the time, but the reality is that that is a small percentage of people who are able to use credit cards effectively like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, 
So another really good sign that you've you've kind of attained level three, you've got significant equity built up in your home, right? And this is either because you made a sizable down payment on the home that you bought um, when you bought it, or maybe because you're paying extra towards the principal every month as a way to really accelerate that debt payoff of that mortgage, um, right? So remember, I talked about actively paying it off. You're paying extra each month. That's actively paying it off. Yep. Um, so you also, you limit the amount of time you take on debts for, right? So the term of your loan is always the shortest option. Um, so even if you might have like a smaller payment, if you stretch that loan out to like a five-year loan for a car loan, for example, right? That's an option. But you opt for a three-year term, even though your payment might be a little bit higher, because you want to keep the amount of time you're in debt to a very short-term situation. So you're opting for that shorter term versus the longer term. Yep. Right. Um, you know, another thing, another sign to look for that you've attained this level, you're able to pay cash or make sizable down payments on bigger ticket items rather than needing to go into debt to obtain those things. And you're planning for, because you're actively planning for those things ahead of time. You're budgeting. You're budgeting. There's that B word again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so all that being said, really the ultimate sign that you've mastered this tier of financial stability is that you have zero debts, not even a mortgage. I don't know. Just imagine like how freeing that would be. Like I would have like an extra thousand dollars every month if I had no debts, no mortgage, nothing. Like that would be that would be the pinnacle it would be of financial a stability. Place to be that's for darn sure. So most people don't get there. Let's be real. But so we're uh, we're talking about. Well, it's a great goal. I mean, it's an it incredible goal to have. So and it's I think it's one everybody should have at least as a goal. And we'll we're going to keep talking about this financial stability with Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. It's Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. It's Good Money Moves. Good morning. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobel's here with First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about financial stability. We talked about the three levels. So I mastered level three. Is there another level or do I... am? You know, I'm the champion at this point. <laughs> well, you would, should be feeling pretty darn good about yourself at this point if you've mastered all of these. That means you're on your, on the road to financial, true financial stability. But there is um, another level. Um, and this one it focuses, again, on savings, um, but also investing. Right. So in level two, we talked about building a, a buffer for yourself and kind of focusing on more short-term savings goals. So this level really is more about looking farther into the future and planning for long-term goals like retirement, um, things like buying a house. Those tend to be longer-term goals, right? Mm -hmm. So the good stuff, the good stuff. Um, so some signs that you've 
really attain this level of financial security, um, your net worth grows significantly from year to year. So some say you, it should double every year. But honestly, um, any positive <laughs> <laughs> movement forward is good movement, and you should be proud of yourself for that. Um, so this is, this um, growth is typically going to come through making solid investments and contributing to them regularly, and that could be something like your four hundred one k, or if you have if you like the stock market and you want to do that, I mean that's more power to you. <laughs> um, you know, those there's a lot of different ways you can go about doing that. Um, yep. Another sign is that you could survive for months without a paycheck, right? So when we talk about emergency funds, that long-term goal for that is that you have six months worth of paychecks built up in that account. So thousands of dollars built up in that account. That is Should financial you, security right there. That is financial security. If you lost your job tomorrow, how long can you survive on your savings? For most people, it's not even a month. So to be able to build up even three months would be fantastic. But I mean, they always say the ultimate goal is to get at least six months, you know, to get that six months in there. Um, so another thing to consider, the cost of sending your kids to college, it's not a concern for you, right? You've already made plans for how you're going to afford it and you're actively making, you know, goal movement towards a saving goal around <laughs> this. And there's a... You know, that's a whole nother podcast episode of ways you can send your kid to college. Um, we'll get into that another time. Okay, but. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at this point, if you've really attained this, this, this tier of financial stability, you probably feel like you're just a natural saver at this point, right? So you save money based on the sense of purpose that it gives you without ever feeling like you're really denying yourself something. Like there's so many people out there that go, well, if I save this money, then I can't do this thing over here. Well, priorities, remember? Always about priorities. You're right. At some point it does switch over. It does. There's something that go, clicks in your brain. Well, wait a minute. I could have saved that money. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so like I've mentioned before, you don't have to meet really all of these, you know, signals and signs at each of these tiers. These are just some I, some signals that would show that you've, you know, made progress in this area. And you can be working. It's not a true hierarchy because you could simultaneously be working on sure. some of these things. But it does kind of make sense because that's the, the general tra trajectory that people go through toward when they work towards financial stability is these, these steps, right? Um, but really, the best, absolute best way to know if you are financially stable, and this is essentially level five, <laughs> self-actualization if you're looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? You just feel it in your soul, right? You feel confident about your financial future. You feel in control of your finances. This means that, you know, when it comes to money, you have choices. And since technically money creates options in life, you will have more than the average person at your income level whatever that is, because remember, financial stability doesn't come with an income level. Anyone is capable of achieving it. But really, what financially stable is really all about is that the ultimate goal, I mean, is really what the ultimate goal of it should be, just being able to do what you want, when you want, and on your own terms without putting yourself in a negative financial situation. Yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah. 
wouldn't it? It, it, all, it all starts with a budget. <laughs> it does. It totally does. So excellent information, really good benchmarks to kind of look at where you're at and maybe, you know, set some of these goals to start moving forward. I bet, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to bet, I know that you have additional information and resources I can tap into by going to the First Alliance Credit Union website for Good Absolutely. Money Moves. Tell me all about them. Yeah, so as always, I suggest visiting our website, like you said, firstalliancecu.com. Um, we've got blog posts out there. We've got resource guides about budgeting, about savings, um, about debt management. Of course, um, the past episodes of Good Money Moves are always an excellent resource to consider. Um, you can listen to the past episodes on our website, firstalliancecu.com, on the krocnews.com website. Um, and now you can also find past episodes on Apple, Google, TuneIn, and Spotify podcasting services. But of course, if you want some personalized guidance, um, I strongly suggest you reach out to our team of member advisors at First Alliance Credit Union, um, and they are here to help you get pointed in the right financial direction no matter where you're at in that financial stability hierarchy. They have something that can help you advance even more. I bet they'd love it if you came in and said, I want to get started on financial stability. Yes. Help me out. Yes, and they would be like, we're here for you, and they would give you, well, it would be a distance hug because of social <laughs> distancing that we're doing right now, but they would give you, <laughs> make you feel just like you're part of the family and help you out. Because that's what it is all about, this program and the First Alliance Credit Union since we started this, about financial literacy and gaining financial stability. Yes. So we'll keep doing it next week, too. Absolutely. All right, Jenna Tobble, we'll talk to you next Saturday for more Good Money Moves. Yes. All right. Andy Brownell here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.